1: Uh, There's a brand new year, 2015. We are looking forward to it. I am especially looking forward to it because I have Nancy in the studio with me. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Nancy is my in-house astrologer. She hasn't been with us since, what, September? September. September. So I know we talked a little bit about 2015 in September, but we're going to we're gonna delve right into it. We're not probably going to do the whole year, but because we're going to have you back. Yes. But uh, we will we will get into probably the juiciest parts, which is like at least up until march april which will be hmm we'll we'll chat about that so we're going to talk about what's up in the universal sky if you want more information about nancy go to her website universal and it should be coming up a new one soon right
2: soon hopefully huh. probably another month okay
1: so welcome nancy thank you thank you all
2: for right me.
1: so what's up in the universal sky
2: well I like to start with the numerology every year. And as we know, two plus zero plus one plus five equals eight. Yes. Yes. That was fast. I know. So just to recap, last year was a seven year, which was the principle of mastery through change. And a lot of times when we're dealing with the seven vibration, we're dealing with spiritual growth, spiritual alignment. And a lot of people find that a heavy, difficult energy to maneuver. On the practical I think that plane. was part of it, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: that and Scorpio. Or and Saturn, Saturn, Saturn and Scorpio.
2: Scorpio. Yes. Um, or Saturn finishing up its journey in Scorpio, like, because we'd already been in it for a year well, we and had, a bit but, before. But,
1: but the year before was pretty tough, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> you know, it just, it's been, it's been a rough few years. Like, it has. They, From what everything I hear is that this is going to be the year that things turn around.
2: This is a year that things turn around as we've moved into an eight year, which is the principle of courage and self-esteem. So it's a little bit different, Um, but we're also dealing with eight is the symbol for infinity when turned on the side and it also represents success. So this is a year where you can tap into your infinite success potential.
1: So you look at, you look at the numerology through tarot. Yes. And it's, yes, it's the, not completely different with numerology, but um, the eight year is usually what, a power year and has to do with abundance. and Yes, yes. And
2: it's, it does. Yeah. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Leo, or sorry, the eight reflects to the strength card in the tarot right. deck, which is ruled by the sign of Leo. Okay. So we're dealing with Leo issues, which is creativity, it's romance, it's children, um, as well as um, the ego versus the spirit. Right. Okay. So because it rules the sun in the universe, so Leo rules the sun. So we're looking at how the sun is changing signs every month. Okay. We're going to be working through this dynamic of gathering our inner strength, gathering compassion, using our creativity on a day-to-day basis, okay? okay? Especially if it's in alignment with whatever goals you have that you want to be successful in this year. Right? right? So um, the unconscious vibration is the number 17, which is the star card, which is connected to Aquarius. Right.
1: And usually Leo and Aquarius come together anyway, so... Yeah, they do. They're opposite polarities,
2: right? right? So Aquarius is opposite of Leo in the Zodiac. Right. And with that, we're looking at the planet Uranus, which right. is in the sign of Aries since 2011, okay. and it'll be there till 2019, 18, 19.
1: Which is good for me, but...
2: Um, I think it's good for everybody because it's allowing everybody to awaken to their heart center. Nice, yes. Right, to their truest potential. Right. So when we look at um, Leo, Aquarius, Sun, and Uranus interacting together, we're looking at the vibration of... Uh, personal love versus universal love and trying to integrate the two right the the personal love vibration with the universal love vibration right so to me it's a good thing i like it i'm i'm liking the vibe already you can already <laughs> feel a shift in the energy definitely um since january 1st so <laughs> right. yeah. no
1: definitely yeah
2: we started the year with G- jupiter in the sign of leo okay okay retrograde Right. so it went retrograde i gotta take a look at my notes here it's up there yeah oh. but i have it written down okay. here too moved into leo on july 16th 2014 and it went retrograde on december 8th okay. 2014
1: and it's usually retrograde for about six months
2: um months? it'll be going direct april 8th oh okay so yeah at okay. 12 degrees of leo So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the direct, but I'm not finding the retrograde intense. It's more lessons around the ego versus heart centeredness. Right. 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 So if we think about what the ego is, to me, I define the ego as your human identity, your human persona. Okay. Okay. Doing things on the physical plane requires your ego. OK, being more heart centered, you're shifting it from your own self-identity, your own sense of desire into thinking about the greater good. Right. OK, so that it's not just for the self, it's for everyone on a beneficial level. Right. Or what you believe the greater good to be. Right. Because it follows intention, not necessarily um, what your beliefs are, but okay. the intention behind your belief. OK. Right. Right. So um, it's about opening up to that energy, right? And being more heart-centered versus ego-conscious.
1: Right, right. Because that's the lesson.
2: Yes. Yeah. So you're going to find a lot of ego lessons. Right. Right? You'll right. attract clients that have major ego lessons on the go. Right. And it's about finding the ability to flip it into, okay, what's the lesson? If we remove the ego component... We need to look at the core of the situation, identify with the lesson, and then raise the vibration of that lesson. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Good. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> January is a month of release. Right. So typically, when we think of the month of January, we think of... New beginnings, you know, we're planning, we're preparing, mm. and, and of course that comes into play as well. So we need to be aware of what it is we want to create this year. Um, but in the month of January, there's a couple aspects taking place towards the end. We have Pluto square north node, as okay. well as Uranus opposite north node. and Both of those energies are about releasing old habits, letting go of what no longer serves you. Okay. Okay. I don't normally look at north node aspects. Um, but because these are the only outer planetary configurations that are taking place, Uh they kind of jumped out at me. Right. Um, so Pluto square North node is January 21st and that's kind of like, um, a turning point. So it's going to help people align with their life purpose. Okay. Okay. So there's this energy that's coming in saying, okay, you need to make these few changes or you need to let go of these few things so that you can totally align with the path that you're supposed to be taking. Yes. And then we have Uranus opposite North Node on January 31st, which is truly about releasing old habits, colleagues, friends, anything that's not in alignment with the path that you're moving forward on. Right. Um, Mercury also goes retrograde. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> right before my birthday, I believe. <laughs> yeah. January 21st, the same the day as right. Pluto Square North Node. Um, it will be stationing retrograde at 17 degrees of Aquarius. Yes, yes. So here we have an Aquarius activation. So
1: Mercury, is it already in Aquarius? Did it come into Aquarius already? Sorry. I
2: don't. No. Oh, see. I haven't been doing my daily tidbit lately because I've been doing a lot of. um, You have 15th. Oh, I was right on the page. You were right on the page. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I don't have my glasses. So it is Mercury moves into Aquarius around the 5th, 6th. So yes, just happened, just happened, just happened. All right, we started the year with Mercury and Capricorn, but it just right. happened, right. Um, and we had
1: that brutal full full moon. On the- I didn't think it was that brutal. Really? Yeah. I actually had a great day that day, um, but a
2: lot of people were a lot of people were complaining about it. I, I probably it was okay for me because I stayed home. I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. sleep. <laughs> okay, but. But that is
1: one of the things though that people yeah. were complaining of. Yeah, no. Sleep. Sleep. Um my
2: mind was on overdrive. Um in terms of being able not being able to shut it down at nighttime, right? Right. On the full moon. Um but other than that. Right. It was a good day for me. Good day. <laughs> well, it
1: was a good day for me, but I could tell that like I could he- I could feel the energies weird, yeah. like they were they were a strange one. And there was, I don't know, some people were talking about a, a grand cross.
2: Oh, possibly. So like the moon? it was, it, yeah, it was with yeah. the moon,
1: the sun, Pluto, and yep. uh, a smaller planet, I believe. But.
2: Yeah, it's quite possible there yeah. was. Um, but I don't pay, necessarily pay attention to the Unless moon. Unless it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Unless it sticks out. Yeah. 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 Well, that they say that it's the. You know, it's one of the, it was, it was supposed to be the toughest of like the year. So yes. I don't know.
2: Yeah. And well, that's then... good. If that was the toughest, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it, yeah, as I said, I had a great day that
2: day. So I, yeah. Was it the 4th or the
1: 5th? It was. The 4th. Yeah. I believe. Whatever it would that was Sunday? Sunday. But like late at night, Sunday at like 1030 or something, right?
2: Yeah, that's Sunday. Okay. According to the ephemeris, it was the 5th. At 5 Easter? in the morning, 4.54 a.m. Eastern? No, that would be GMT. Yeah. So minus 5?
1: I, I saw that it was 10.30, so I don't know. Anyway, it was the 4th.
2: It's all good. 4th, 5th, somewhere in there. Somewhere around there, yes. We would have experienced it at nighttime anyways.
1: Yes, which is why a lot of people weren't sleeping. Yeah. Um, yeah, Interesting.
2: Um, the moon is not very powerful in the sign of Cap- Capricorn or it doesn't like to be in the sign of Capricorn.
1: The moon doesn't like to be in Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: The moon doesn't like to be. <laughs> the expression of the moon is, um, not at its fullest when in the sign of Capricorn. Okay. So because the moon is ruled by cancer, whenever the planetary rulership mm, is in the opposite sign, it's at its weakest. Okay. Okay, so there was this weak energy with the moon, even though it felt like a very strong moon and it was playing havoc in a lot of people's lives. Um, it was actually in a weak position.
1: Hmm. Interesting. It so, would... right, was it a super moon? Did I hear that? I think I heard that.
2: Did you? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I don't know what a super I can't moon.
1: Wow, well, it's just closer to the earth. <laughs> okay. Or right? Oh no, that's the no. That's the new moons that are supposed to be super moons for the next few. Which is interesting because they're both in Aquarius, two of them. There's the two of them, Yeah, I yes. that, I mean, when does that happen,
2: right? In <laughs> the year the of the an eight, beginning. It's what? the 16 eight. it's a Leo-Aquarius uh, yes. year. But it's like... So the... there's two potentials for new beginnings when it comes to manifesting your hopes, wishes, and dreams. Or even planting the seeds towards hope, wishes, and dreams.
1: Well, one's at zero degrees and the other one's at twenty nine point five One's at zero
2: and the other one, yeah. Oh, wow. Three
1: minutes before the sun goes into Pisces. Three
2: seconds before the sun well, goes in. I had looked at. it. Three well, it says minutes, 2960 but... in my ephemeris. Oh, so 2960. 2960 is the next degree. Yeah. Right. So it's obviously 2959 and then just like a right. few seconds left before yeah. it hits. the. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Minute. I mean, when does that happen? Yeah. Not very often. No. <laughs> so and that's a completion. Right. Okay. So whenever we're dealing with something at 29 degree mark, we're dealing with completion energy. So here we're planting seeds of something we need to finish.
1: Right. So is it whatever we start for the new moon, for the new one in January, or is it from it's like a possibility. year
2: before or? It can be from a year before. Yeah, exactly. It can be from the full moon in Aquarius, which would be six months. Right. Right. Which right. would have been August. Yep. I believe August of last year. Um... So, and then of course you can also measure it month to month every time the moon is in Aquarius and it's different phases. Right. um, You can see the different steps and, and it can be just one of them or it can be all of them. Right. Right. It all depends on what's the core issue. What's the core creation with that particular new moon.
1: Right.
2: Hmm. So really measure, like take a look at your life um, at those points in times and reflect back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: we're going to end the new
1: beginnings because we had a whole slew of like four or five, didn't we? Or four at least, um, new, like new moons that started at zero degrees. Yes. Then it's gone to the 29. I think we only have two on the 29. And then the next one's like the 20 at 28, which isn't a huge... It, which is still close, but not... It's still
2: close towards yeah. completion, but it's not... Yeah, so then the the new moon in Pisces is also 29 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a very intense one. That's in March. That's also okay. an eclipse.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's the... That's the <clears throat> is that the 21st one?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. And that that's is an karmic completion. Because when we're dealing with the sign of Pisces, we're dealing with things that are on a super subconscious level. So really deep within the subconscious or unconscious mind, um, as well as things that we are not aware of, right? Right. So that's where we look at the spiritual significance of things. Um, So lessons that we're not aware that we're learning, right? right? Where the stuff from our subconscious or unconscious comes up and, you know, does a little few little things. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it'll be an intense
1: day, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be a good day, but it it might be intense. And it's not just
2: the day because it's an no. eclipse. We're right. dealing with oh, a yes. series of time, right? So we're dealing with two weeks before to two weeks after. And then there's also another eclipse two weeks after. So right. we're in a six-week window. Whenever we're dealing with eclipses, we're dealing with six weeks of intensity. Right. 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 So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yes. If you know where Pisces is in your chart, then that's the area of life it'll be affecting. Okay. If you know where that degree is. Okay. Uh, For me, it's the seventh house, which is relationship. Right? Right. I already know I have some things to finish up in relationship. (laughs) So I'm seeing it as all good.
1: (laughs) See, I don't know what house is in. I just know Pisces is in. It's Pisces. Where's your Aquarius? Oh, yeah. Seventh house. So it's the eighth or ninth. Mm -hmm. Right. It's other people's money. (laughs) Taxes. Or what's nine?
2: Nine is um, higher consciousness, spirituality, oh, Okay. or religion—I should say. Right, um, but yes. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Although else? that
1: that week is going to be a brutal week. But anyway.
2: Yes, I we'll do get have there. the eclipses here somewhere. Okay. If do you want to talk about into them into now, the eclipses.
1: Let's see what. When do we need to go for a break? <laughs> Oh, we can go for a break now, and we'll okay, come back. Okay, and we'll come back to the eclipses. Absolutely. So you are listening to News for the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters with regards to 2015 with Nancy Arruda and myself, Lori Houston, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to, as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness, as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, one 855 444 soul that's one 7685 and i'd be honored to connect with you let's get to the heart of what matters do you want to become more empowered connected with your core guided by your heart and soul's purpose be more balanced and have more mindfulness are you searching for the answers wanting to understand your relationships better why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life. How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business. I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or from our personal guidance, contact me at IntuitiveSoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons.
0: Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart.
1: And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. I have Nancy Ruta again. If you want to know more about Nancy, go to her website, UniversalSky.com. And we are talking about what's up in the Universal Sky for 2015. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> I, mean, I, I keep getting excited about it because everybody is saying this is going to be a positive year.
2: It is, and and not to try and, and also determine Chinese what astrology. that means.
1: Chinese astrology, it's the eighth sign, which is the year of the sheep ram, whichever one you.
2: Yeah, so that's a goat. So sheep no. ram goat, no? I heard goat.
1: No, goat's a completely different thing. Is it? I thought so.
2: I could be wrong. Mm, interesting. Well, have I haven't look really looked up. at it. I yeah. just heard somebody say goat.
1: No, it's ram or sheep, but I thought goat was something else completely, but maybe it's not. Maybe they're all together. That was my bug. I know. (laughs) I don't think it would have been heard. (laughs) Maybe on here. Um, Yeah, so, okay. I don't know about the goat. Anyway. I don't know about the
2: goat either. I'm not a Chinese astrologer, so I have no idea.
1: But the sheep and the ram, from what I hear, like a goat has a different energy to me than a sheep or a ram, but... Um from what I hear it it's it's the exact same as what they're predicting in in western astrology. Cool? Yeah, they're saying it's you know a power year, it's all a bit, well they're they have an emphasis on health as well as prosperity. Yes. So, yeah. I and it's an 8 year which it is gets lucky along for with a rooster. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Well,
2: that's all I know about Chinese astrology. I'm a rooster. <laughs> there you
1: go. There you go. From what I hear, they're a very, um, well, sheep more than ram. But, um, you know, they're very gentle. So I think they get along with pretty much everybody. From what I remember reading, anyway. So. All
2: right. Eclipses. Eclipses. So we were talking a little bit about the eclipse. Um, I just wanted to give dates and times. So we have the new moon solar eclipse at 29 degrees of Pisces, 27 Mm -hmm. minutes, on March 20th. Right. 2015 at 5.36 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Okay. That's March 20th? Yes. Is it Daylight Time then?
1: Um, Or is it still standard? I thought Daylight didn't come in until April, but they keep changing that. So it could be March. It could be Daylight. It could be. Do you want me to check while you're talking?
2: (laughs) I can check while you're talking. My computer came up with Daylight Time. It did? Yes. So, but again, you can't always trust programs these days. There's always a little glitch. It's um true. So this particular moon is about, it is the power of self-transformation through visualization of the desire. And the two key ingredients are emotion and will. March 8th. March 8th? March 8th is when we
1: go into daylight savings. Oh, okay. I was going to say the eclipse is not on the 8th. <laughs> that seems so early it does but apparently last year it was march 9th so it's not that much earlier that i don't know that just seems really early to me Hmm. i guess to try and get in that i mean when it's an equinox the sun does it like it gets brighter quicker like oh yeah
2: equinoxes that's when the most movement well that's when the earth tilts Right. right. So the earth actually tilts on its axis a little bit, giving us a different perspective of the sun. So we get more daylight right. because the sun, the earth is tilted for us to receive more daylight.
1: Like March it'll be over an hour that we'll get yes. in that month. But when it's a when it's just the um it's December in what's that called? Winter. Solstice. So, solstice, we have the least amount of time. Like, yes. you hardly move at all. The sun, they say, solstice means the sun stays still.
2: Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, we
1: hardly have any time change in the month of December and then the month of June? June.
2: Yes, summertime.
1: Yeah. Well, in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> right. <It's> the summertime. <laughs>
2: in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I will agree with that. Okay, <laughs> okay so back Our to eclipse. summertime. eclipses.
1: So right. it is, but it is during, I mean, it's it's the same day as the equinox.
2: Equinox is? The 20th. Oh, is it the 20th this year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because sometimes yeah. it's the 21st. It's 21st, yes. Um, and again, it all depends on your time zone as well, right? mm
1: Yeah, you want me to look that up? (laughs) No, no, we don't need to look that up.
2: (laughs) But yeah, probably. Um, So the, I'd already spoke about that. Okay, so we're looking at karmic completion. Right. Through visualization of the desire. So whatever it is you are finishing, you need to use the tool of visualization to assist you in this journey. Okay. Okay. And the key ingredients are emotion and will. So we're using our emotions and our willpower in order to finish up what it is we need to finish. Hmm. Okay. So I don't want to say it's easy. I don't want to say it's hard because it's not really about easy or hard. It's about finding the right mix of what works for each individual. But um, we're
1: talking the March 20th, right? And yes. like four days earlier, we have something that we'll talk about later that will make that week a wee bit more challenging. Yes. <laughs> Although, you know, maybe the completion of it means that it will be the freedom of it and we won't have a difficult week.
2: <laughs> well, I'm looking at this as a perfect opportunity to file for divorce. Okay. Which to me is not a bad thing. Right. Right. So it's about right. finishing up a relationship dynamic. Um which allows me to move forward. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I'm not seeing that as a bad thing. Right. Um, oh this is
1: your eclipse of yeah, yeah
2: right because it's in your Cause relationship. It's in my relationship house right so i see it as a good thing <laughs> right yeah no for sure I, I can't can't oh yeah and any other ties that are connected should be completed by then as well for me right so i don't know i see that as a good thing um Then we have the full moon lunar eclipse on April the 4th, 2015 at 8.05 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And with full moon eclipse, we're releasing and letting go of what no longer serves us. We
1: were going to talk about the fact that the the first one, well, the first two are actually totals. So the solar may be a little bit more intense because it's a total. Not that we'll see it in North America. In fact, the only people that will see it, well, the people that, I think Norway, they said... (laughs) We'll get the perfect view, view of, the of the eclipse. solar eclipse, which, Okay, you know, so if they're totals, we don't want to look at them at all. Exactly. Um, and They're saying yeah. that, you know, definitely the moon will actually block out, like it's a the total. Sun. Yeah, it will appear larger than, so it will completely block it out, but it'll have all that. Yeah. Cool. We won't see it at all because it's,
2: it's at 530 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm asleep. Well,
2: and the sun isn't up yet. (laughs) So that's the problem. Um, The full moon lunar eclipse is about releasing and letting go what no longer serves you. And here we're releasing repetitive patterns or cycles or habits that aren't serving us. So really good time to um, quit smoking, you know, get rid of any habits that don't serve you, breaking those addictions. And lunar
1: um, eclipses are usually stronger than solar eclipses. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're, they're stronger in the sense that we're letting go of more stuff. A solar eclipse is more like what stop, you're releasing what's stopping you from embracing what you want to be doing. Okay. Right? right? Where a lunar eclipse is letting go and releasing what no longer serves you. And typically when we let go of something that doesn't serve us, the reason we're still attached to it is because on some level it's okay. serving a purpose. It's just not serving a purpose for our higher good. Right. At that okay. point in time. Okay. Right. So yep. it doesn't mean letting go is going to be any easier. No. <laughs> it just means we're being energetically supported to let go. Okay. Okay. So it's to me, when we're being energetically supported, there's more sustainability. Right. So we can sustain that letting go of Okay. Right, so it's so when we're thinking in terms of quitting smoking, for example, oh, or right. I like to say becoming a non-smoker. Um, right, it it's supporting your journey and path of making that habitual change. Okay. Right, you still have to go through the withdrawal process. Right. right. Okay. Right. There's just more support on the journey as you okay. go through it. Interesting. So that's a good time for people to make changes, make changes, lifestyle changes, lifestyle changes, let go of habits that aren't serving you. Um, I know a lot of people this year said, I'm getting off Facebook. I'm going to take the year off Facebook. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I had three or four people that I'm connected with. Say that. Say that, that they're giving up Facebook for the year and they're closing their account for the year because they want to focus on other things. And they believe that Facebook was taking away from spending time with their children or really? yeah, no. yeah <laughs> see, I find that hard to believe, but I you know. but in it in today's society of technology in your hands, I know yeah, right. Everything like, is in You could yeah. be on a family outing and be in your phone, you're not really engaging in your relationship with your family. Well, that's sad if that's really
1: what's happening. I mean I, I know that that is what happens to a lot of people, especially a lot of men who are very work oriented they you know they're always on it for work. See but Facebook, it's not always I work. well. That's what I mean. I was just—that's where I was going with work that. Work is the excuse. It's
2: often it's Facebook.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy that mm-hmm. we are so, yeah, addicted
2: to the social media. I don't know.
1: Interesting. And, oh, well, and let me know how they do.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? It's just a distraction. That's sure. what social media is. It's a distraction from having you be in alignment with your life purpose. That everything's a distraction.
1: Absolutely. I mean, everything is, unless you're, you know, 100% in your in focus. inner world <laughs> and present. And, Which is where I like to be. <laughs> well, sure. We all want to be there. That is the goal. Uh, but yes, we do get distracted. Yeah. We yeah. do. It's all good. Sure. I mean, it's all part of the plan, too, yes. right? So... So that is eclipses and some of the new moons. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: we also, in March, there's the... Yes,
1: but there was something we were... Oh, you didn't finish up something with...
2: Mercury retrograde. Oh,
1: Mercury retrograde.
2: Right, so Mercury stations retrograde <laughs> January 21st, 2015 right. at 17 degrees of Aquarius. Um It will station direct at one degree of Aquarius. So it's still in the sign of Aquarius. All Mercury retrogrades this year are are in in air air signs, signs, which is about enlightenment. So the energy of the Mercury retrogrades or the purpose behind them is to enlighten us on some level. So when we think of a Mercury retrograde, we think of the chaos that transpires, the miscommunication, the heavy traffic, the the accidents, the, like all that chaotic stuff. But if you think about it, all of that pulls you into ego. Right. Okay. Right. So because it's speaking to a day-to-day issue versus a higher soul self issue. Right. Okay. Unless of course, there is exact hits in your chart where, so if it's retrograding exactly where your natal mercury is, then you're going through some form of life lesson, mental realignment. Okay. Okay. Um, So, you know, those are the few exceptions, but on a typical mass level, mercury retrograde plays havoc with our ego because it's, miscommunicating. It's creating issues between people based on miscommunication. So if I understand,
1: because it's an air sign, it may not affect um, devices as
2: much as it affects our communication from... Right. No, devices today are our, devices our, of our communication, communication, our smartphone, okay, our computers, right. email. Um, so those like, and, and it's, but it's also reading, writing, it's how we're perceiving things. Okay. Okay. Look at how impersonal texts are. And unless you know the individual and you know their sense of humor, hmm. you can often misperceive the intention behind it a text. happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All and the that's time. when you know the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let alone not know the person. It's true. So, it's and true. and I'm finding more and more clients want to book appointments via text. Really? Yeah. They're like, can we, can we text to set up an appointment? I'm sure. Sure. Right. Yeah. But to set up an appointment is one thing yeah right having a conversation via text is another yeah yeah so i do know that the mercury retrograde taking place in january february is about secrets being revealed okay okay so and you know the energy's already kind of come into play with the whole sony mishap of the email leaks right and when did that happen Um, that happened towards the end of December. Okay. Now the shadow period doesn't start till, well, it started January 6th. So yesterday. Yep. Yeah. But I also think that the, um, I think there's other energies at play in terms of, you know, what's secret, what's not. Right. Um, a lesson I learned when I was a kid is if you don't want somebody to know it, never put it down Right. on paper.
1: Well, and you said that because Saturn's in in Sagittarius, Sag. that it's all about the truth coming out
2: anyway. Yes, it is about the truth coming out. Um, right. so, so we have secrets like...
1: and truth that they kind of <laughs> mm, kind of come together. They do,
2: they do, <laughs> right? So it is it's it's interesting. Um, we have three sets of we have three sets. The next one will be May 18th to June 11th. Okay, in the sign of Gemini. And here we need to find techniques of transcendence that will assist in reaching beyond established forms. So again, we're speaking about communication. Okay. Gemini is a very social energy. Okay. It's about social interaction. It is about the words itself. Okay. It is about the reading and the writing. Okay. Um, so be very, very, you know, do the, what I call the triple check. Type out your email, read it, walk away. Right, Go come back, back. Yeah, read it again. Remove the emotion. Yeah, stick to the facts. Yeah, right. Yeah. Gemini yeah. loves facts. Gemini is all about the facts. Okay, interesting. Okay. Um, so, although they can be emotional, right, right, but you got to keep it to the logic. And also,
1: Gemini is like the
2: sign of the twins, so that there may be the opposites. And here's a biggie. Okay, Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury. Oh. <laughs> So it could be the tough one. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the one that has potential for intensity. Um, And then the last one was September 17th to October 9th, where it will be retrograde in the sign of Libra, which is around relationship. And here there is a need for focusing on repairing the link between the unconscious mind and the ego consciousness.
1: And the only thing I think about in September is that that's when Venus is retrograde. Although it starts in
2: August, I think no, July. Venus is ruled by the sign of Leo, right? Libra, sorry, um, and Taurus. Venus retrograde is July twenty fifth to September the sixth. Okay, and with you know when Venus is retrograde, we're looking at our relationship issues. Okay, yeah. but it's well, also our relationship with money oh right okay so it's not just our relationship with other people it's also our relationship with money well it, a lot of people are saying that it's going to mess up weddings and stuff
1: because most people get married in the summer right yes so there's yeah. going to be some well at least the mercury isn't in there at that time
2: <laughs> no mercury will be bef- just before that i believe and, well, no, no june may, and after. may to june uh, post shadow going to june 27th on that mercury retrograde so um the next one will catch the very end of it probably yeah. Right. The, sh- or yeah. the pre-shadow. So here we, in the Venus retrograde, um, we're looking at the organic pattern of our evolution in terms of how we relate to other people or our relationship to money. And you really need to look at, you know, those different levels, the ego, the sense of spirit, as well as your interactions with others. Right. Um, because we're dealing with evolutionary energy with this particular Venus um, retrograde. It retrogrades at zero degrees of Virgo. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we would like to think it's about a new beginning, but it's before we can initiate that new beginning, we need to Mm. complete something in the relationship cycle. And I'm saying within the relationship cycle, because it'll be stationing direct at 14 degrees of Leo. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be retrograding in our sign for the year, which is Leo. Right. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So we need to look at our relationship with our children. We need to look at relationship with our romantic partners, which doesn't necessarily mean our um, sexual partner or our married partner. Okay. So it's more that those creative relationships. Okay. Okay. So anybody that you're involved in any creative activities with okay um <clears throat> it's not suggested to start a relationship right during, during this time no. period
1: <laughs> well if you do it'll
2: be a lot of lessons yeah <laughs> it doesn't mean it's hard it just means there's lessons yeah um and again we're looking at evolution and probably won't last more than likely no no and, and I hate to say that because there always is the potential. Of course, Okay. Yeah. There's always that person or people that go against the grain mm-hmm. and that are meant to go against the grain. Okay, And they may have Venus retrograde in their chart right. too, right? And And, you know, so there's exactly. And if Venus is retrograde in your chart, then a Venus retrograde period to be in a relationship is very beneficial. Right. So, and that's why I'm saying like, there's always that mm-hmm. handful of people that go against the grain. Right. 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 Um and who knows it and could then, be you're completing something with somebody from a past life. Then right? they also may use it as an excuse to as to why something didn't work. work. Right.
1: <laughs> Which is even worse Never because use astrology is <laughs> as an excuse. No. It is
2: not meant for an excuse. It is meant for a learning. Yeah. It is meant well, to see. guidance to so you can yeah, see. Yeah, so that you can see something different than what your ego is allowing you to see. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, so Jupiter's retrograde I right think
1: uh, I think we'll go to break and okay. when we come back we'll talk about that I, and if there's anything else that we've missed I'm... Yeah, there are some few there's, things that we've yeah, missed mm-hmm, Yeah, like what happens in March that we're <laughs> <Yeah>. avoiding completely <laughs> Okay, we'll go back to March then Yeah, alright uh, You are listening to News for the Heart with Nancy Ruta and Laurie Houston If you want more information about Nancy, go to her website universalsky.com and we'll be right back Hi, I'm Laurie Houston and I have a great show on bmajor.org called news for the heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core? Guided by your heart and soul's purpose? Be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers? Wanting to understand your relationships better? Why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with BMajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or from our personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons.
0: Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart.
1: And welcome back to our last segment of the 2015 What's Up with the Universe Sky. We will have Nancy back during the year, hopefully. I don't know. Before before the before the solstice, anyway, for sure. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out, but definitely before solstice. All right, so we well we've been talking all about the different things that are going on. We we've sort of been purposely avoiding some of the things that are going on in March. <laughs> Which uh, I think maybe we should we should readdress because okay. that's there's some good things though that are happening in there March are too so things. we don't need to say it's all bad it's just this one final bad. aspect which yes. could be positive um, I mean actually it could really be positive but I think whatever hasn't been brought to the surface will, will be definitely, brought to the
2: surface yeah um, okay so basically in March so we've already felt a shift in 2015 definitely. The little bit of residual that's left over kind of linger from 2014 kind of lingers until March, right? And then in March there's plenty of opportunities for a <laughs> to let go. Shift.
1: Well, a big of, shift. Like I think yeah. this is the, it'll be you know the equinox. I mean, it's well that day. I think is a good day because I think that will be the final. Change
2: well, and I see the equinox, the spring equinox, as a rebirthing energy. So it's when the earth is born again, right? So there is the potential to move forward in terms of, um, you know, integrating or moving beyond the change that we have the solar eclipse, so
1: it adds to that intensity
2: to it (laughs) i mean a real
1: shift like a real opportunity to make i can say thank
2: goodness there is no mercury retrograde in (laughs) march yeah really (laughs) um but we start the month off march 3rd with jupiter trine uranus which is a beneficial energy which we've already experienced in september of 2014 okay Okay, it's a lucky windfall energy. Personal advancements, new truths coming up, the opportunity to learn or teach, study, travel—all that that stuff—that awakens you to your desire, your inner passion. Okay, so it's a very um, open, kind of exciting energy, which is a great way to start the month. Right, and. Try and truly hold on to that vibe as you go through the rest of the month, because as we hit March 14th, Saturn stations retrograde, and And right before that, we
1: do have the Friday the 13th, right? And we have that means we have for two for sure, which is uh, February and March. Not that Friday the 13th is necessarily unlucky. I don't. I don't no. necessarily see that as an unlucky day. It's just that there's so many people that are don't superstitious, like Yes. Right. So it, it builds
2: that energy. So yeah. then the very next day is the 14th. And... Saturn stationing retrograde. And whenever it does, there's yeah. a heavy energy. Okay. So you can, as it approaches, as Saturn stations starts to station, which is three to four days beforehand, it actually feels like you're gaining weight. Hmm right? And you feel heavier and heavier and heavier, or you're like, you're slouching and your shoulders come forward and there's this closing off of the chest. Right. Okay. Which is how I can physically describe the energy of a physical, uh, of a Saturn retrograde. Um, that's only during the station. Once it goes retrograde, it, it lightens up again. Right. 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 So, um, until it heads into Scorpio, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's going to be heading into Scorpio on June 14th. Right. When it stations retrograde until August 2nd. Um, it wow. stations direct on August 2nd, sorry. So, <clears throat> okay. Then a couple of days later. <laughs> right. We are completing. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Finally. The seven hit. The seventh hit. Ugh. Three year. Four year. Four year. No, three year. Oh, uh-huh. 2012, 13, 14, 15, four years. Okay, year. well that's... Three and a half years. <laughs> yeah. You ran a square Pluto aspect. Yeah. Um, and again, this aspect was about power. How to control the power in your life and not the lives of others. How to... Um, when all your emotional attachments are being challenged, okay? So, and typically when our emotional attachments are being challenged... We go right to a fear of loss. It does not mean that that fear of loss needs to manifest. Okay. It's just there. And -hmm. remember, fear is simply false evidence appearing real. Okay. It doesn't mean it is real. Um, A lot of people would be beneficial for them to seek therapy or higher understanding. However, they do uh, receive that higher understanding. And the question to ask yourself is, why am I attracting what's happening? Okay. Mm Okay. Because this last hit on March 16th, 2015 is all about transcendence. Mm. It is the final bit of change um, that needs to integrate into your own personal life. Okay. Not your partner's life, not your children's (laughs) lives, not your co-workers' lives, not anybody else's life other than your own. Okay. And that's where a lot of the grief comes from. We start to push it on other people. Creating the yes. Um, So the March lineup, because then on March 20th, it's the solstice as well as the eclipse. Equinox. Yeah, I know.
1: I I said solstice. (laughs) Equinox
2: as well as the eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. So March is a pretty intense month. Um, It's also the March break. Yeah. Okay. So kids will be at home versus at school. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kids will be out on the street playing. (laughs) Hopefully it'll be springtime, like in the (laughs) weather, like today. (laughs) Right. So there's a lot of things lining up in the month of March that, you know what, just breathe. Breathe your way through the month of March. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be...
1: An interesting, you know. At least it starts off with uh, uh, positive, right?
2: Yes, <laughs> potential for breakthrough. Break for, break, breakthrough. Break. Breakthrough. Breakdown to breakthrough. Break free. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I like the break free energy.
1: Yeah, and that's what it should be doing because it's the very end of it. So it's the it end of it. Be... It's the
2: the seventh hit. Right. And here we are talking about our spiritual mastery completion yay yay <laughs> and all i can say is when april 1st hits it's see you later bye bye. <laughs> to the march energy
1: yes yes <laughs> well i think i think that whatever happens in march it's like it's it's the true shift like the true turnover of yes. 2015
2: yeah and and the residual does go into the beginning of april with the lunar eclipse on april 4th but you yeah. know what? It's it's a transitional time. So it is a time where, you know, we're going from um, who we thought we were. Right. To who we are meant to be. Right. Nice. Yeah.
1: So I think, you know, uh, yeah. I feel that once we hit that, I mean, the only other snag for the year is Venus, really.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, you know what? Just set the intention to be. For it to be easy.
1: Yeah. Take all your vacation. <laughs> Take the
2: whole summer off. There you go. Yeah. Um, be single. <laughs> this summer. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> if only it was that easy. Yeah. Only.
1: But yeah, I think this will be a little bit more intense than
2: uh, Venus yes. retrograde.
1: It's just for women, you say that, you know, Venus There's retrograde. There's
2: potential for depression. Right. For for women or anybody who's working strongly with Venus en- energy. Okay, so you can think of Tauruses, you can pull in Libras, you can pull in women, you can pull in men who are very feminine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's the the potential for depression. You just need to remember nothing is really that bad. Right. 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 So, you know, it's just because something's changing or you're letting go of something. It's not the end of the world. Right. It's the beginning of a new one. There you go. So
1: your feel for this year. I know we kind of missed that. In this I'm one.
2: very excited about this year. Yeah. Right. You're... It's the juicy year. The <laughs> juicy year. <laughs> um, I am very excited about this year. To me, it's lighter. It's enlightening. There's the potential to let go of those final things that are holding you down or pulling you back or... So right. I'm I'm excited about this year.
1: Yeah. I think it's the first year that a lot of people have agreed that they're excited about it. Like yeah. it's like a lot of people are feeling the same energy that it's gonna be exciting. It's yeah. gonna be, you know, a real tide changer. Totally. Which, you know, we need. I think there's you know it's been so heavy for so long, especially, you know, the Pluto Uranus square thing that seems to have affected, you know, a lot of people for quite a while.
2: It's been a very intense. When when our emotional attachments are being challenged, you know, anything that you're attached to on an emotional level is saying let go. Right. Right. Let go of your need to have something happen a specific way. The um,
1: Saturn retrograde. When does it actually leave and go back into um, Sagittarius?
2: Um, So goes direct in. It goes direct August second at twenty-eight degrees of Scorpio, and then it will move back into the sign of Sagittarius on September seventeenth. Okay, at ten forty-nine p.m. All right, Eastern time. Um, Saturn and Sage is, uh, a test of faith. So hmm. there's, but it's also the development of wisdom and stabilizing your views on life. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's an interesting energy. Um, and we'll just say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's a lot lighter than Scorpio. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like I think it is. You know, I do believe, you know, what you've said about, you know, the truth needing to come out and stuff. And I think that that's been the way for a very long time. Um, You know, the truth does need to come out. We need to, you know, we need, there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Doesn't necessarily mean they have to be negative, It just the truth needs to come out. We need to, we need to know the truth. But Scorpio was just, it just was so heavy. Well, because
2: it's... it's and maybe it's because... about limitation and restriction. Yes. So we're limiting and restricting our deep, unconscious aspects of self. When it's in Scorpio? When or it was in, in Scorpio. Mm. Right? So when I... Scorpio is a very intense energy to begin with. Yeah. And here we're restricting that intensity. Right. Right? So we're putting more of a focus on the intensity of the Scorpio energy through the restriction. Right? So... In Sage Sag is a very big, jovial, loud, exuberant, grandose energy, mm-hmm. so to restrict that, it's to give you the ability to take your big dream and make it a reality through the point of restriction okay okay, so it's about um taking that exuberance and excitement and channeling it productively right hmm. so yeah some people n- might not like the truth being revealed well it's um, certainly in certain areas yeah. for sure you know and think of it big lessons mean big blessings <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, there's a positive twist on it.
1: <laughs> sometimes those, uh, sometimes you don't get the blessing for a while, but yes. <laughs> it's
2: all good. There's always a blessing, right? It's also insisting that you walk your talk. Uh, ah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where the lesson is. Can you be truthful to yourself? Can you speak your truth from the heart? Right. Not the ego. Right. Okay. Can you fight for what you believe in? And I don't mean, like, fight, fight. Right. I mean, right. can you stand up for what you believe in? Hmm. Okay. Right? So, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, the only downside to Saturn and Sagittarius... Oh, it's because you're a Sag. But it's not this year. Okay? okay. It's towards the later degrees. Um... We've always experienced stock market crashes. Right. Corrections. Corrections. Stock yes. market corrections.
1: <laughs>
2: there we go. There you go. Um, Which has already
1: been happening.
2: Y- there's been some adjustments. There has. Um, so, Not yeah. huge, but yeah, no. there's been some adjustments. You know, there's religious scandals, political scandals. All those things might come out. But again, truth. Truth. Right? And when we have a stock market adjustment, okay, it's <laughs> because correction adjustment yeah listen. it is because we've been living unrealistically i know so it's just a
1: realignment energy and those are the areas that need to shift anyway like those the, the big corporations yeah. the big the, the i mean that some of that stuff has to change it does somebody thought that one of the big things would fall would be like a pharmaceutical i don't know if that will happen or not but, it's a possibility you know the truth coming out about you know how health well, like some of the things that are supposed to be helping us are making us sick in other areas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of the things that may be, taken taking as superficial, yeah. you know, could actually be damaging
2: your liver, your kidneys, yeah. you know, and there's like... also the food industry as well. Oh yeah. But yeah. right, Yes. So yes. yeah, there is, there is, um, mm-hmm. changes
1: foot. Yeah, for sure. And so you're saying that that's probably not until next year then.
2: Yeah, it's towards the end of. It, it typically happens around twenty eight degrees of Sag. Oh, okay. So we've just started. Yeah. It's a two to two and a half year transit. Okay. Yeah. So we're, it's it's yeah end of next year, beginning of two thousand seventeen ish ish. So if you don't want to be affected, start making plans today, so that yeah you're not pulled into the loop then.
1: Right. All right. Well,
2: but you you, know what? Focus on this year. It's a great year. Great year. Great year. There you go. Great year. (laughs) That's how I'm living it.
1: (laughs) Year by year, day by day. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you, Nancy. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure. So again, if you want more information about Nancy, go to our website, UniversalSky.com. If you want more information about me, go to IntuitiveSoul.com. We've been getting to the heart of what matters, and we'll have Nancy back. Sometime this year, probably around solstice. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned and thank you.
0: Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.